0: Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way Morning Briefing live. It's Monday, February twentieth. Another happy Monday, gentlemen. I'm Tony Haggerty at a Haggerty Ten Twitter handle, as you can see, and I'm joined today by Sean Martin at Sean Martin TCW and Aidan McDonald at Aiden C McDonald, gentlemen. How are we doing? Not bad, Tony. Aye. Uh, what is it you say
1: usually? A happy Monday. Happy Monday, Monday. Monday
0: indeed, Aye. yes, Aidan, result dependence it's always a happy Monday when the result's the one you want, isn't it? Yeah, that helps, yeah, no, I'm good, Tony, how are you? Yes, very, very well, we'll get to talking about Celtic 4, Aberdeen now, it's kept Celtic 9 points clear at the top of the Scottish Premiership in a minute, but very important that we do this again, just direct you to the ticker tape running along the bottom, and for the reason is that this is... Coming up to your last chance, guys, to get involved in this, we're giving away a fabulous gold dust ticket prize, two tickets for Celtic v Rangers Cup Final tickets, up a uh, Cup Final on Sunday at Hampden Park. Can't say any better than that. And all you have to do if you want to be in this is subscribe, and it'll cost you a pound for three months of unlimited access to everything that's written on the website. That's for new subscribers, and you'll get a forum. Fill in the forum. And you'll be in the draw for the tickets, which takes place on Thursday, February twenty third. But the uh, deadline is Wednesday, eleven fifty nine, Wednesday twenty second of February. And existing subscribers, you'll get the forum and your email inbox. Fill it in, send it back, and you'll all be in the draw. on someday, one lucky subscriber is going to win two tickets to Hamden on Sunday, Sean. We and you will be there. We've got our accreditation, so if you are there, please say hello and uh, we'll thank you for your subscription and hopefully we'll watch Celtic take the first step towards a domestic treble by winning the League Cup or retaining the League Cup, which they are currently in possession of. And we also say thank you to Seneca, who uh, are now sponsoring the Celtic Way Morning Briefing, which is now sponsored by Seneca Medical Group. And Seneca, the number one hair transplant company in Europe, and they offer innovative hair restoration treatments. And You can find out a little bit more about Seneca via the links in the description of this video. Now, gentlemen, Celtic 4, Aberdeen nil. as good things go. That was pretty
2: good, wasn't it? It was indeed. Uh, Celtic were excellent, I thought, Tony, to be honest. and uh, I know we'll go on to talk about individuals, but it was another really dominant and positive performance that you almost run out of sort of good you know, things to say about the team when you see things like that because it's happened so often this season but yeah you know it was a pleasure to watch them start to finish
0: sure i don't know about you but i felt pretty relaxed after two minutes in that game <laughs> to uh, be honest well, I'm just gonna, uh, you know it's uh
1: and breathe Here, uh, you know you uh, uh, great result I but i agree with you that early goal just sets you up so well doesn't it um I say to you, so I've, I've said to you and Eden before it that I've, uh, as is as my own. I end up looking up the, the kind of statistics behind it. That's eight goals in the opening 10 minutes, Tony. A league games this season, uh, seven different scorers of those though. So they're not coming mm-hmm. from the one source. Kyogo's the only guy have done it twice, which is maybe unsurprising because he gets so many opening goals. But um, funnily enough, right, and this goes back to this strength and depth thing that we keep talking about and what I was moaning about last season that's definitely there this season but they've actually scored double that number in the last 10 minutes. Right, okay? Which I think is arguably even more impressive. So the fast starts are there, but the, the intense finishes are there as well. Those have come from nine different scorers. Um, and again, this speaks to the strength and depth. Leah Labada and George Osjakamakis, both usually subs, remember, are joint most in that with three apiece. And then Turnbull, another regular sub, is two. So I, I think it, it speaks to that. The early goal... It does settle you down and I think it, it obviously makes it, well, it should theoretically, it didn't necessarily do it with Aberdeen, but it should make a, an opposition come out a wee bit because once you're 1-0 down, well, all bets are off, you've no longer got that point within your grasp. Sometimes it doesn't work like that, Aberdeen didn't really come out, they only had one shot in the first half and it was right at the end, that Johnny Hayes pot shot, um, but most of the time if you score an early goal it means that they've got to open up a wee bit. It backs up the manager's theory then that the
0: subs are coming on and making an impact and mm-hmm. there's no real let up in the intensity even after the 60-65 minute mark. Eight early goals, 16, eight goals the first 10 minutes, 16 in the last 10 minutes. So that would seem
2: to back that theory up very much so, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. And the fact that Bader scored as well, that's obviously a substitute coming off the bench and contributing. We also discussed last week how had. Uh, Railway etc came off the bench, Hatati getting two goals but, and all the substitutes really contributed a lot but yet again with Habada scoring at the weekend it just does show the strength and depth like Sean was saying and it is positive that you're starting games strongly and finishing them strongly because obviously Celtic pretty much cruised it at the weekend but you know there could be games that are dragging on a wee bit nil-nil or maybe even getting beat mm-hmm. at stages so the fact you're able to score away on games and players are coming off the bench and contributing is really important.
1: Tori, not just uh, a bad scoring but you mentioned in your um, in your post-match piece it was Haxabanovich, another sub, that set him up for it as well. I did indeed, yeah. And uh, I was quite pleased with
0: Haxabanovich. Same. Uh, yeah. we cameo on Saturday, and well, there was a big cameo, really, wasn't they? played because uh-huh. he was uh, very much involved when he came on. And a bit like what we've been saying about Haxabanovich, that we want to see more of him because we, we genuinely think there's a player there. And, uh, you know, so... Uh, I was quite, I was really chuffed at that because he wanted to be involved, looked involved in the last goal. He we won, he won the ball back, and then had the presence of mind to fizz it across just at the right, right pace for a shot. All I, bad I had to do was put the laces through, get it on target, and it and it went in the net. And the, my old man, who ran amateur teams, so well, he used to always say to me, I'd "See that ball across the face like that, a ball across the box, to a player who's waiting or an oncoming player, it's the hardest." thing to defend if it's straight onto their foot then there's only one place it's going you mm-hmm. know all you do is make all you do is make contact with it and that's what Abada did and I was really chuffed at that it's just we, we speak about it a lot those behaviors those idiosyncrasies and stuff that they're clearly being told once you get in that position look for somebody you know put it across and somebody should be there and nine out of ten times somebody is there you know Kyogo's there or Made is there, or somebody's there. Yeah, yeah, Eric Crawford's saying that. that's a, It's a nightmare for defenders. How do you defend that? You, you just can't. And especially when Celtic now have a plethora of options in that final third. You don't know who's going to be there, but somebody will be there. Because somebody inevitably will be putting the cross in, and somebody will be
1: there to try and finish it off. And it's the way they're told to play, Sean. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And There was a comment here. I don't think I favourited it, uh, so apologies. I can't remember who said it. But... Um, Somebody said that since that unacceptable game where Ange Postacoglu said it was unacceptable that there yeah, weren't yeah. people in the areas that he expects them to be, uh, there's four or five in there for every chance, or there seems to be four or five in there for every chance anyway, um, which I'd agree with. I think they've been on a bit of a tear since that. Um, and in terms of, I was talking about times of goals, clearly sometimes, I was talked about early goals and late goals, clearly sometimes they do both. For instance, that Dundee United 4-2 game sticks out to me where they scored early and end up scoring twice late on to win it. But obviously, of course, they've done it against Aberdeen on Saturday. They scored in the opening 10, in the opening two minutes, and then a goal again in the final 10 with Abada. So it's there. There was one of those, uh, either on Saturday, where the goalkeeper jabbed out a leg, and I
0: think Jota and Maida are actually falling over themselves. Or it might have been Jota and O to actually put it in the net, but the goalie jabbed out the leg to clear it. And I think everybody was up celebrating the goal because you just thought it was going to fault with one of those players. But, you know, I, I love that. I love the fact that that's happening. And had Celtic gone in at the break four or five up against Aberdeen and Saturday,
2: you would not have quibbled about that, would you? No, you couldn't have complained uh, because Celtic were all over Aberdeen and that sort of desire that you were just talking about there was Jota, etc., that is just throughout the whole team at the moment, Tony, and, and it's really good to see. That was probably the only I mean If you had any sort of complaint about the weekend, the fact there wasn't more goals, but I guess it was four, so you don't want to get too greedy. Really.
0: Now, individual Sean, <laughs> I had the, uh, I had the fairly not easy task, but decent task of giving the man by man ratings on Saturday. But when it's games like that, they, it kind uh, they speak for themselves, don't they? Now, I toyed with the idea of also giving Callum McGregor nine, because I thought he was absolutely excellent. thought he bossed him a field, but obviously I think most people's outstanding player on the day was Rio Hitati.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think I, it's, it's a masterclass, maybe, you want to say. <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, I do, I do agree, right, that, that he will be in the running for player of the year. Um, I think that's natural, but I, I think there is also some kind of recency bias when it comes to these things, where Yes. proclaiming somebody the best in Scotland. There's a comment uh, here that, that I've, I've got written in my notes, but um, I think it was uh, Michael Rossi. Has anyone noticed the best player in Scotland changes every two weeks? I agree with that. There is, there is that that tendency to um, when it comes to proclaiming somebody the best in Scotland, every couple of weeks it changes. A few weeks ago it was Kyogo, then it was Carter Vickers, now it's Atate, it'll be Jota again next week. The reality, the reality for me is that there are about five Celtic players who can make a claim for that in any given week. But Over the course of a season, you usually find maybe two or three move clear of the rest. But the best thing about this team at the moment is that that's not happening. There are legitimately five or six that have been both magical and consistent. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of the hardest player of the year awards ever, if it continues like this, in my opinion, Tony. I include Greg Taylor in that. Well,
0: aye, he's one of the five or six, but then he would be up there if he was playing poorly for me. He? <laughs> yes, indeed. But some of Greg Taylor's passed again on Saturday. It was terrific. One ball in particular where he played he played in Maida I thought was absolutely excellent. Uh, and Cameron Carter-Vickers just, you know what? He is. He does exactly what he says in the ten. He's just rugged and he defends and he's unflappable. Eden, I guess Hitachi was a standman man for you, but Anyone else leap out at you?
2: Uh, the, the other one I was going to highlight was McGregor as well, yeah. Tony. I know you've already mentioned him, but I just thought he did control the game really well. But, yeah, Hitati, he was the, the standout man. Some Obviously, both goals he was involved in, uh, both goals he scored, sorry, were phenomenal, but it, just his overall play, his touch, his passing, his vision was excellent. And I'll be honest, I spent a good chunk of yesterday just watching real Hitati compilations, not just <laughs> in the game. Uh but just from across the season and some of the moments he's had this season, even ones that maybe didn't lead to goals, just individual bits of skill and that's been exceptional. He really is on a different level. And we know obviously when he came in last season, started off really well, then he burned out a wee bit, which was understandable given the games. But I think the fact that he wasn't away with Japan over the summer before the start of this season, you know, got a, got a bit of a rest near the end of the season, then went in uh, pre-season, etc. He's just kicked on ever since then and he, he's been excellent. Uncle Nobby Steamboat coming in here, Sean Atati was amazing, but honestly, how good is Callum
0: McGregor? It goes on seeing things because we just can't expect it. And I think that's true. And I, I have to say, his opening goal on Saturday was terrific. He kept mm-hmm. it down, he yep. hammered it, and it was just too hot for the goalkeeper to handle. There's lots of people maybe seen the goalkeeper could have done possibly better with it, but he fizzed it in, and he made sure he got it in target. And uh, difficult skill that, especially with a ball dropping like that difficult. in your you hitting it first time, and you know have to a, just,
1: just set the tone, liked, didn't you? It Absolutely. did. A, he likes a short backlift strike. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't lift his leg all that far back? But that was uh, I tweeted this out after he scored. That was his fifth against Aberdeen, which is the joint most he scored against anybody in the in domestic football. Well, full stop, really. Uh, but what I found interesting was he's also got ten assists against Aberdeen, which is a quite a lot. I don't know. I don't know what I expected it to be, but it was more than what I expected it to be. Um, and I know that's including when he was playing further forward as well and maybe on the wing and stuff sometimes. But I'm gonna throw this up just I know self-praise is no praise, but Curtis has praised me, so I'm gonna put it up anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh he says fair play to Sean, uh, fair play to sh- for Sean's call on Hatati from the very start. Um <laughs> the Maida top goal scorers to be decided. <laughs> I don't I don't think I, I can concede defeat with the Maida top goal scorer thing, but Curtis is obviously talking about um when was it early September twenty twenty-one, Tony. Um and I done a kinda this guy might fit the bill for Celtic piece for the website. And then yes. and lo and behold, they went and signed him in in December. Uh aye, I that is I'm quite proud of that, Tony, even though I had no insider knowledge or nothing. But uh the fact that they end up going to sign him and it's worked out is uh yes. I'll, I'll give myself a pat on the back for that. I but me from that, <laughs> evening. Yeah.
2: Good shout yeah. to be fair. Good shout. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, Curtis comes back in again another one saying Tony that he thinks the overall team performance is going unnoticed because of Hatati's individual performance
0: Well I mean I kind of wrote my opinion piece on it didn't I uh, yesterday and it was about the overall team performance and individuals were mentioned but I did mention the fact that this was a team that seemed in control of their own destiny and also the manager saying we can get better mm-hmm. <laughs> people kind of purring over Saturday's performance and the and the manager saying, Yep, yeah, good. All good. But they can still take it to another level. And uh that's what I love to hear. You know, someone asked him about Hatati's level of performance being so high and he just mm-hmm. said, Yep, you'll get better because he wants to get better. We want him to get better. Mm-hmm. And you're just like
1: and it's just deadpan, pan, is that? And you're thinking, Brilliant, because that's what's in the manager's mind. People the one say, thing he always mentions when he's asked about Hatati is the fact is he's kinda dedication to becoming better because you've got to remember he is 25 but he's only been playing senior football after coming through the university system and stuff for about three and a half seasons four seasons so he is still fairly early on in his football maturity if you want to put it that way Uh, but every time he mentions him or every time he's asked about how far can he go or that kind of thing uh, like how high is his ceiling, anything like that. He always mentions that his determination to be the best he can be uh, shines through in training every week. And we know how much how much onus Ange Postacoglu puts on training and the attitude that a player shows in that. And I don't think it's a coincidence that um, the one kind of, not criticism, but the, the one critique that uh, that even Ange Postacoglu had of Hatate at the tail end of last season was maybe that his, his intensity levels tailed away after the, maybe the 60th yeah. minute or so in the second half of games. And he seems to have addressed that tenfold this season. Because if if, if he's getting withdrawn, it's not necessarily because he's looking gassed. It's to give other players the uh, the chance to come on and make an impact. And he had that outstanding run of starts uh, domestically. So I think he's answered that critique. What's the next one? I I don't know. He can get better. He wants to get better. We want him to get
0: better. A bit like how we feel about you, Aidan, isn't it? You know what I mean? So uh, myself and Sean, but uh, yeah, indeed. Now, Aidan, I think you you've seen it at the start, you're running out of superlatives to talk about individuals and also the team performance. But, you know, you, you could not go into a cup final in any better shape. There's no guarantee that they're going to win the cup final. But in terms of, you know, dress rehearsals, preparation, and getting everybody more or less fit. I mean, Celtic are. They're heading to Hamden and and good fetal. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, I mean, Celtic are. They're in a good place right now. Obviously, it is a one-off game. and I will come on and discuss it in detail, sure, over the course of this week. But, yeah, the team is in a good place. Some of the football they're playing has been consistently excellent. And it's a good point you mentioned about players being fit and being available, Tony. Pretty much everybody you would want available right now. as, uh, Dolce the Celtic, we could agree, they're pretty well in January so far, based off what we've seen. Getting even players like Ralston, etc. Even if it's going to be on the bench, it will help. I know there is still the odd player out Seagrest and uh, Welsh, but over the course of the whole squad, it's a perfect time of the season in general as we're getting near the business end of it to have a fully fit squad. And It's maybe not something Andrew's really had that often since he's came in. Whether it be when they first joined that there obviously wasn't a lot of players available just in general because of the previous situation, then injuries in that last season. Obviously, when thinking about Kyogre going into the League Cup final against Tabs, it was, you know, was he going to play, was he not going to play? So the fact that Kyogre was available for this time, there's plenty of depth, should hopefully stand the team in good stead for the game at the weekend. Good luck picking cup final love it eh? But we're going to have to do it at some point.
1: Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see. I, I actually think there might be a lot of agreement between the three of us on the team come, come Friday. I think, but we'll see. I think there will be. We'll yeah. um, I'm going to put one last comment out about Hatate. Uh what? J.P. says, From a selfish point of view, I hope Hatati doesn't keep improving because then Celtic get to keep them. Screw the balance sheet. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> That's it's one, way it. it's one way of looking at it. That's one way of looking at it.
0: Love in the moment. Just enjoy them. I mean, I think you just enjoy what's happening You know, players like Hitachi and the manager and stuff, you just enjoy it. Because, yeah, that's a uh, discussion for another day.
1: In terms of other individuals, guys, you've both mentioned people that I've got marked down in my notes, which was um, Carl McGregor and Greg Taylor. I think both, I'll, I'll not expand because we've talked about them a wee bit, but both are just so pivotal to the way that the system runs in these games, I think, um, and I think you see that more and more. Uh, as games get, I said this at the tail end of last season. I know we're not quite at the tail end; it's not quite the running yet, um, but it will become more more prevalent as the running uh, kind of starts or, or kicks up a, a notch. I said that last season that at that time of the season, to make the routine look and stay routine is actually a skill in itself and goes underappreciated sometimes. <clears throat> um, and I think players like McGregor and Taylor are massive uh, in that. Uh, the other player I've got marked down here Was Alistair Johnston I thought he had a good game again I think he's getting better and more confident with each game And let's be honest, he didn't exactly lack for confidence on arrival um, <laughs> So I'm interested Really interested to see how he does In the final on Sunday Yes, that's that's the big test, isn't it? The final it's on a, Sunday I a give away that he's going to be in my team, clearly <laughs> But I don't think it's much of a giveaway Because he's played quite a lot lately Eden, you agree with that? I thought Alistair Johnston was
2: very good I, I just think for a player to come in He's hit the ground running. He's settled in really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, he's been really good since he came in, Johnson. And the fact he was sort of thrown in at Ibrox his first game probably shows that the, the sort of confidence that the manager does have in him. I know you're which was just back from the World Cup, etc. But it, it does show that uh, he obviously rates him quite highly. And he's been pretty good, Johnson, both defensive-wise and from an attacking perspective. But I can probably agree with both of you that this is going to be the test on Sunday. If he goes in and puts in another really good performance he had the last few games, then I think he will very much have cemented himself on the team at that stage. We'll
0: get to Sunday in the fullness of time in the days to come, but it's, uh,
2: yeah, it's
0: the
1: excitement's already brewing, isn't it, Sean, and building? It is, I, I mean, we've, we've got, um, on the site today isn't a Derby piece, it's Aidan's feature with um, Celtic's first, LGBTQ Plus Supporters Club uh, Proud Huddle CSC. He's spoke to them, see what they're about All that kind of stuff um, So that's on just now, I'll put a link into it But basically from from, t- from Tomorrow onwards it's going to be Derby, 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 derby Cup Final, Cup Final Cup Final, isn't it?
0: Yes, we we're trying to uh, Yes, do all that kind of stuff yet, yeah. And I think uh, the managers Are doing their thing tomorrow, is that right?
1: They are, you're, uh, you're Intending to get along to it, aren't you?
0: I'll be I'll be sitting in front of the manager? I'll be up all night trying not to waste his time with trifles uh, and get the mate treatment. But yes, I'll I'll think of something decent to ask them. Z the manager? Yes, indeed. I'll,
1: uh, I won't waste his time. But yeah, I always look forward. will be to asking that. him about uh, the, the the other press conferences then or the no no, no. comments. No.
0: I'll I'll I'll. I'll as I say, I'll, I'll be up all night doing my homework, to think, Okay, what can I ask the man? What, what's what's a suitable question to ask? Because I don't want to waste the moment, Sean. You know, you get maybe one or two questions only. So, but uh, I'm
1: just you'll be on here before it, so they could always um yeah, yeah always yes. throw in yeah, their yeah,
0: question. And... I'll I'll throw it open to the, the the troops and they can throw in some questions if they want me to ask on on their behalf and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what see what they say to that, but. That's always an education sitting in front of them, actually, to be fair. So I'm looking forward to that, mm-hmm. and especially looking forward to it because of their opponents in the final, and it is Rangers, and it's first first time we've like, played them in a showpiece final. I know they lost in the semi-final. I said, But my thoughts as well about Sunday are, Eden, Celtic are due to turn up at Hamden at some point. They won the great in the League Cup final against Hib, but they won. They won the great in the League Cup semi-final against St Johnson, but they won. Obviously lost to the Scottish Cup semi-final to the Rangers last season. So I'm working on a lot of average stuff, Celtic turn up, you know what I mean, and, and play their brand of football at the National Stadium. I think it's time they did. Sunday's a good chance to, or Sunday will be a good stage to do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously the record even before Ange came in is and, But I will agree with you, even though they won the League Cup last year, obviously the semi-final the final last year and then the the game recently. The performance maybe haven't been up to sort of Andrew's usual high standards, even though in a lot of these games it is kind of just about the results, cup games are a wee bit like that. But yeah, you he, he want to make sure that it's a dominant performance just as much as they hopefully win the game. And if that's a the game they sort of turn up in for the, the Hamden aspect, then they couldn't pick a better match to do that, to be honest. Agree okay, with that,
1: Sean? Just turn up? <laughs> well, I mean, opposition or regardless of opposition, I, I do still feel just to my very core that if, if this celtic team turn up nobody in scotland is better than them so I yeah. basically that that goes for every game but it would be nice if it was uh, if they were to turn up properly in a cup final as well because yeah. obviously then you get the you get the performance and you get the trophy at the end of it naturally all that matters is the trophy at the end, end of, of it really at this one but I it would be nice to get both because it would uh, it would also i think um don't get me wrong. If if they were to lose, I'll argue the opposite that it won't rattle anybody. But I think if uh, if they were to put in a performance, lift a trophy, and uh, and breeze past Rangers the way that they've done a couple of times in the in the past year, then I think it would it would potentially rattle them for the for the running. Derek Crawford's clearly learning. Would love it to be Sunday, Tory
0: and you words, and then your words would give them a Clackna Cudden. Yes, an Inverness nice is Clackna Cudden equals Scudden. For those who are regulars on the broadcast, indeed, that would be nice. But I agree with Sean, you just want to win it, don't you? Mm-hmm. Take the first step towards a possible or a potential domestic treble leading. Because that would give you the confidence to go on and hopefully achieve that goal.
2: Yeah, I think it would be a big psychological boost as well. Uh, if that was the sort of first uh, defeat you were inflicting on Michael wilson since he's taken over at Rangers. I know it's obviously all about from a Celtic point of view, and that won't be the sort of thing that Andrew the players are considering. But if you're doing that, I think that could also probably help bust maybe that bubble as well, which will be important between now and end of the season. And because obviously, even after the game of the weekend, there'll still be at least two more derbies in the week potentially, maybe a Scottish Cup game as well. So I think that'd be a sort of good time of the the campaign to get that psychological edge as well. Now, Sean. As I say,
0: we'll talk about the cup final in depth uh, in the days to come. You wanted to touch upon the B team as well, didn't you? Because young mm-hmm. Joey Dawson is still ripping it up, as you said, off air. Uh, <laughs> Celtic beat Gretna 3-1 yesterday, was
1: it? 3-0. Um, yeah, uh, they beat, beat Gretna. Sit fourth in the table with a game in hand on the top two, which are Rangers and Spartans. But more than anything else, I mean, you remember I mentioned Joey Dawson. Uh what, about a month ago, in fact, I've got yes. it here. Um, just kind of highlighting how good his form had been in the in the Lowland League. So when I wrote about him a month ago, he was sitting on five goals in eight games, Tony Wright, and 15 goals and three assists in 17 games in total, by my count, right? Since then, he scored another three goals and got another two assists in three games. So overall, that's 18 goals and five assists in 20 games. Now, obviously, the signing of O makes it even less likely that he does get a shot in the first yeah. team, especially since he's obviously ready a lot quicker than I expected, given he hadn't played competitively since the end of October. I thought maybe there was going to be an overlap where O wasn't quite ready and Yakimakis had left, where there would maybe be a void that Dawson could come in. O's already proven that he can come on and, and make a contribution, so, um, so it looks even less likely that he's going to get a shot in the first team. But there's not really much more that you can do at that level, I would say. So I think that they've got to look at a loan move next. You would you would proffer and, and that could probably go for a couple of them. Uh, I don't know what you guys
0: think. Yes. Yeah, well, those stats are pretty impressive, aren't they? And if those stats can't get you a place on the bench, and it's no through no fault of Joey Dostny, he's doing what everything that he can. Then I think the next best and logical step is to go on loan, and do you know, what Liam Scales has done. Right? Go to a you know, Scottish Premiership club and get. Used to the terrain, it would, it would make perfect sense, uh, and uh, you feel for someone like Joey Dawson, don't you? Because what else can he do, Eden? Mm-hmm. What, what what else can Joey Dawson do to to stake a claim?
2: Yeah, it's difficult because he's obviously scoring a lot of goals, but you just can't really see any way he's going to be breaking into that first team anytime soon. I know we've we've mentioned that a lot at this stage, but I think he's he's only won only the first team up here so for that match against St Johnson with the big caveat being at the time. The squad was kind of ravaged with injuries and COVID. Otherwise, I don't think he would have probably even been on the bench. But outside of maybe the odd cameo potential at the end of the season, if Celtic keep going the way they are in the league and maybe it's wrapped up with a few games to go potentially. Uh, that that could maybe be an option to get some minutes. I've also seen that in the past, such as like when Karen Mockwood and Belly played against Hearts uh, back at, a few seasons ago in the last game of the season. But outside of that, I think it's going to be quite difficult. So a lone move, would probably be quite good for next season, I would say, uh, just to get maybe more regular first team minutes under his belt. And uh, whether or not he would go to like, a League Two club, a League One club, maybe even a championship, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he would go to another team top flight, whether or <laughs> not the sort of jump from the Lowlands League would maybe be too much for that. But then again, if he's wanting to break into the first team, that's going to be an even bigger jump. So maybe if he was at a team in the same league, that would be good. But yeah. I think uh, Dawson and a few other players would benefit from a one move at some
0: point. Scott McGill agreeing with you, Sean. That lad needs a and we have a chance of losing. I certainly so have the chance of losing him. Now, on that kind of caveat, O played on Saturday
1: from the start.
0: What was your thoughts on him, Sean?
1: I thought he did okay. Aye, I thought he held the line well. I think it was quite difficult for him because. Aberdeen, even after going behind, didn't really change what they were doing much and most of the game took place between the halfway line and their 18-yard line. So there wasn't a lot of space for him to move about. I thought, despite that, he he kind of held the line well enough, similar to the way that Kyogo would hold it in terms of his average position, even though, obviously, not quite the same type of player as Kyogo. Put himself about, made runs, tried to get himself into central areas when the ball came across. Thought he'd done all right. I, th- I don't think, for instance, I don't think he's going to start on Sunday, but, hmm. but I think he did okay, given it was his first uh, first full start. You Did you go along with that? Yeah, I thought he was fine. Uh, he,
2: his movement was okay. It was difficult, given the way Aberdeen were playing, like Sean said, even though Celtic did get there early go, but uh, I would be quite surprised if he was to start at the weekend, given that Keogh was available, to be honest. Hmm. So not to give away too much
0: of uh, predicted 11s, but we I think we're all in agreement that Keogh was going to start this game, aren't we? I think so. Huh? Oh, I
1: think so. And by the way, speaking of, um, again, not to pat my own back, but when he went off with of that shoulder injury the very next time we were on here, I did say that looking at the last time that had happened, he was in the squad for the very next game but didn't start, came on for a, a brief time at the end and then started the very next game after that. And yeah. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. He's, he's made the squad for that game at the weekend. He's come on with 15 minutes left because he was very angry that he wasn't getting on, apparently. And then I think he'll start on Sunday. I, I just think that's, it's exactly the same thing that's going to happen. The minute Ann said he's a quick healer and mm-hmm. exactly what his plan was for him,
0: I didn't think he would play him on Saturday, to be honest. But I knew, I knew he'd be on the bench. I said, put him on the bench, didn't I? But then, Sean, you and I sat in front of him after the cup final, the league cup final last season when he said... Try keeping Kyogo cool, off. He was going to sneak on at one point, you know. So, he's like, good luck with that was his, uh, his answer to that question, wasn't it, about Kyoglu. Yeah. So, I guess it was another one of them. Good luck with telling him, you know, I'll just rest you for this one. No, no, as you see, he got angry once he wanted on. So Speaking kind of, of, of getting of angry,
1: angry, by the way, Tony... Mm-hmm. Speak, speaking of getting angry uh, I mentioned this last season as well And mm-hmm. I still I still think that they've been told not to do it Not to give the officials an excuse for anything But it still does I don't know if it's just me being me But it, it does annoy me that The likes of the Jack McKenzie incident with Kyogo Where he accidentally tried, st- Stood back up and he accidentally clipped his heel And Jack, Henry, uh, Jack, Jack, Henry, Jack McKenzie's uh, Grabbed Kyogo Reaction? I n- nobody else anywhere near it Haxabanovich eventually went over and I, I don't know, and I know it's kind of old school, I suppose, thinking that I, I just I don't like the fact that nobody's going, nobody's going over there. Do you know um,
0: what? I, I put it down to the fact that maybe not a lot of Celtic players saw it. They may have
1: been, a, It's not the first it's not time, not time it's happened. Yeah, not it. maybe not yeah. the first
0: thing it's happened. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, I also think as well, see if they get involved and it becomes a melee, then you you might give. The well, that's I, I, I saw I mean. I think I think Tradition I I've said this before.
1: Sending off because you think, um, think I think as post potentially says to them that's not what we're about. Don't get involved in that kind don't of stuff. I still think there's a difference between getting involved in that kind of stuff and simply giving your teammate a show of support when they're getting unfairly. Uh, oh yeah, I mean I, I, I'm not but I don't anyway. want any of the players to be manhandled
0: without mm-hmm. some kind of recourse of the players you know, squaring up to that. But there's a, there's ways and means of doing it, and I also think as well it was late in the game, wasn't it? I don't think it matters when it is, to be no, honest. But I know, but I, I, I'm um, just sort of saying that it, it wasn't a controversial flashpoint. So a lot of players may have their back turn to play. It's one of them, you know. But I, I agree. There should have been someone helping Kuo go out there, Aiden, Because we would wade in for you. If your big mouth got you in trouble or you did something stupid, Aiden, You know what I mean? There's I appreciate like, that, Tony. Cheers. There's only, one person of, there's only one of this trio
1: who's liable to do say something stupid and get us into bother. You're looking at him, aren't you? <laughs> um Aiden David Ferguson says Kyle can handle himself. That's what the referees meant to be there for. Again, referees meant to be there for a lot of things. I still think it's your teammate, um, it's your star striker to for Haksa to be the only one to go anywhere near it, despite the fact it was clearly like Kugel like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um <laughs> I, I just think I, I just I I like to see it even if they even if there's that you're right, Tony, if there's ways and means to go about it. And even if I do say Aiden that I do think they've probably been told not to get involved and give referees an excuse. Um, Kay Matsu's coming in Aidan saying, Hey, Kyogo is a master at passive-aggressive wind-ups. Uh, don't buy his angelic smile. He probably did something to wind up the opposition. Well, he clipped his heel, but he genuinely looked as if he was just standing up. Um, but I will admit, Aiden, that there's been a couple of things uh, where Kyogo, just by being a wee nuisance in things, um, has has wound up opposition players and, is, and to me it has been deliberate but I don't see a problem with that and I think he has got a wee bit of a mean streak to him despite the smile. Yeah, I think it's good to have a wee
2: bit of that in mean, you to be honest. Uh, maybe nasty in terms of like Celtic isn't the right word but I think you do need to be strong in that occasion because I, I think it is important that you are in there sticking up for your teammates etc and definitely in terms of Kyogo, he has maybe got a wee bit of an edge to him and that makes me like him even more if I'm honest. Uh, but, I mean, we know stuff, but sorry, Tony, what
0: is it? A bit of devilment, not natural, yeah, yeah, maybe,
2: devilment, maybe devilment. I I don't know exactly how you would describe it because it's not like he's you know jumping like diving about the place or anything like that, or constantly trying to injure opposition players, nothing like that, obviously. But I think it is good that he will maybe he's have a wee nick here and there and he will sort of stand up for himself. And yeah, it, it you know it's I think it's good that he balances that with also being a phenomenal football can agree more.
0: Now, any other business gentlemen, or are we just going to the slow the slow build up to the crescendo, which is Friday? Alongside every others. But yes, I'll just direct you to the bottom of your screen, ladies and gentlemen. Get involved in this. Come on. Somebody's going to win two tickets to the League Cup final on Sunday. We're just going to spend all week previewing it. So you want to be there. Get involved. New subscribers, it costs you a pound for three months for unlimited access to everything that's written on the website. Fill in the forum, you'll be in the draw. Mid well, eleven fifty nine Wednesday the twenty second of February. The draw ends. Existing subscribers, you'll get the email in your inbox. Fill it and send it back. You'll be in the draw. Somebody's got to win these tickets. What a prize, Sean and Aiden.
1: Definitely, Bye. Get involved, guys. And as I say. If you're an existing subscriber and you're as a couple of you have have been uh, either trouble finding the email or just haven't got the email give me an email myself or a direct message on twitter and i'll, I'll try and sort you out
0: indeed and we
1: also say thank
0: you to seneca celtic way morning briefing is now sponsored by seneca medical group and seneca are a number one hair transplant company in europe and they offer innovative hair restoration treatments And you can find out more about Seneca via the links in the description of this video. Now, someone said the build-up has started. Got a few days of this to go, guys. (laughs) I don't know if your nerves can take it. But, hey, there you have it. We're going to have to do it. Wish it was Sunday, don't we? Right now, just get it on. But Celtic and Fine Fettle, still nine points clear at the top. First leg of a potential treble on Sunday. You'll hear it all here on every day from 10 o'clock onwards we'll be previewing it right up to sunday guys thanks for your contribution today sean top class as always aiden wonderful stuff see you all again tomorrow we'll do it all again
1: Cheers, Cheers, cheers guys